Good morning. Welcome to my podcast. Um, today we're going to be in Acts 16. And um, I just want to share that I'm going through the Bible. I'm doing a chapter a day. And trying to read the Bible um, within a year. I started last August. It's going to take me a little longer since I'm doing it just a chapter a day, but I'm getting so much out of this that um, I just wanted to start this podcast so that I could just share this journey with others and hopefully inspire you to um, just get in the word more and to just dwell on the scripture. So um, let's pray and then we'll we'll go through the scripture. Dear Holy Father, I just thank you so much for your love for us. I thank you for your your goodness and for always having our bigger picture in mind and whenever we just go throughout life and we're seeking your will or we're doing whatever we want Lord God the Holy Spirit is there and if we're listening can direct us to all the goodness that you have for us um, I just pray Lord God that you just tune our hearts to to be listening to you today Tune our ears to hear what you're really trying to say, Lord God. I pray that you just pour out your love and your grace and your mercy upon us and help us as we go throughout our day to just be a light in the places that you have us right now, Lord God. And I pray that you just help us to um, be able to tackle the day with in a way that just brings you glory. In your holy name, amen. Acts 16. Then he went on to Derby in Listeria, where there was a disciple named Timothy, the son of a believing Jewish woman, but his father was a Greek. The brothers at Listeria, Lystra and Iconium spoke highly of him. Paul wanted Timothy to go with him, so he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those places, since they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they traveled through the towns, they delivered the decisions reached by the apostles and elders at Jerusalem for them to observe. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and were increased in number daily. They went through the region of Pergia and Galatia and were prevented by the Holy Spirit from speaking the message in the province of Asia. When they came to Mesia, they tried to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So bypassing Mysia, they came down to Troas. During the night, a vision appeared to Paul. A Macedonian man was standing and pleading with him, cross over to Macedonia and help us. After he had seen the vision, we immediately made efforts to set out for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to evangelize them. Then, setting sail from Troas, we ran a straight course to Samothrace, the next day to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, a Roman colony, which is a leading city of that district of Macedonia. We stayed in that city for a number of days. On the Sabbath day, we went outside the city gate by the river, where we thought there was a place of prayer. We sat down and spoke to the women gathered there. A woman named Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth from the city of Thyatira, who worshipped God, was listening. 
the Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was spoken by Paul. After she and her household were baptized, she urged us, If you consider me a believer in the Lord, come and stay at my house. And she persuaded us. Once as we were on our way to prayer, a slave girl met us who had a spirit of prediction and made a large profit for her owners by fortune telling. As she followed Paul and us, she cried out, These men are the slaves of the Most High, God, who are proclaiming to you the way of salvation. And she did this for many days. But Paul was greatly aggravated and turning to the spirit said, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And it came out right away. When her owners saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. And bringing them before the chief magistrates, they said, These men are seriously disturbing our city. They are Jews and are promoting customs that are not legal for us as Romans to adopt or practice. Then the mob joined in the attack against them, and the chief magistrates stripped off their clothes and ordered them to be beaten with rods. After they had inflicted many blows on them, they threw them in jail, ordering the jailer to keep them securely guarded. Receiving such an order, he put them into the inner prison and secured their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the jail were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's chains came loose. When the jailer woke up and saw the doors of the prison open, he drew his sword and was going to kill himself, since he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul called out in a loud voice, Don't harm yourself, because all of us are here. Then the jailer called for lights, rushed in, and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he escorted them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the message of the Lord to him along with everyone in his house. He took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds. Right away he and all his family were baptized. He brought them up into his house, set a mill before them, and rejoiced because he had believed God with his entire household. When daylight came, the chief magistrate sent the police to say, Release those men. The jailer reported these words to Paul. The magistrates have sent orders for you to be released, so come out now and go in peace. But Paul said to them, They beat us in public without a trial, although we are Roman citizens and threw us in jail. And now they are going to smuggle us out secretly? Certainly not. On the contrary, let them come themselves and escort us out. Then the police reported these words to the magistrates, and they were afraid when they heard that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens. So they came and apologized to them, and escorting them out, they urged them to leave town. After leaving the jail, they came to Lydia's house, where they saw an saw and encouraged the brothers and departed. Just want to take a second, think about what we just read. <clears throat> There's so much in this scripture that I could go so many different ways with, but 
what I feel like the Holy Spirit is saying to me is whenever Paul and Silas were like figuring out where they were going to go, they try to go to different places and it says that the Holy Spirit did not allow them. And that makes me think, you know, have you ever tried so hard to force something to happen and no matter what you try, it doesn't work out. I know I have, and I see the Lord, whenever I look back in those times, redirecting me in the ways that he wanted me to really go. And then what I thought was like a great idea or something really good that, you know, surely the Lord would be pleased in. It was the Lord telling me that he has something better for me. And it, it's not like what I went through meant or what I was where I was going meant nothing you know you pick up valuable lessons along the way in the journey discovering where you need to go next and it builds character it builds um, everything that you need in order for so you have the tools so whenever you do get to where God has you to going you're ready to face whatever it is he has for you you know in Paul and Silas's destination they they went through and then they were they were thrown into jail and beaten for casting a demon out of a girl because her masters could no longer make money off of her but Paul and Silas had to be thrown into jail in order for the Lord to do a great wonder and as a result of that the way the way Paul and Silas stayed in the jail even though their their chains were broken and they could have escaped and all the other all the other prisoners could have as well but by them staying and singing praises to the lord that led the prison guard to be saved and his whole household and then we also see that lydia you know she was converted as well because of them being redirected from wherever they had their heart set on to where god needed them to go. I feel like there's just, there's so much in that. I hope you understand like the Holy Spirit, whenever you're in tune with him, he guides you to where number one, he's ready to work and you're going to receive a blessing by listening just because of all the good that he's going to do through you to further the kingdom of God. And that's encouraging to me. And I just pray today that as you go throughout your day, that you just listen to the Holy Spirit. Take a moment. And whenever you're doing anything, if you have a feeling of, you know, that consciousness, that holy consciousness that says, Hey, you probably shouldn't respond to that email like that. Or, hey, you really should text your friend, make sure she's doing okay. Or, hey, your brother is in need of some help. He's overwhelmed with work and he just needs you to call and see if you can help him out with something that he needs to get done. You know, listen, listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you and then act immediately they they got up and changed their direction and went to Macedonia so listen 
and act and be ready to just watch what the Holy Spirit will do just by you listening and acting. I hope you have a wonderful day and many blessings to you. I'll see you on Monday.